Welcome to In In It It Together. Together. I'm Jay. And I'm Courtney. And this is our podcast where we discuss mental health and self-improvement from a couple's perspective. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. How are you doing today? I'm doing okay. Do you see the smile on my face? Yeah, you got the shitty grinning on your face again. (laughs) So today we're going to be talking about something that is a trigger for you. Okay. I've got lots of requests for it. I've put it off, but I feel like we can do a good job with this. We're going to be talking about religion and mental health. Ouch. (laughs) I know. I know this is a trigger for you, but I feel that you you really do have great perspective and I think you're going to do a great job. Well, it's it's not so much a trigger. I guess it is in a it's way. It's a trigger. It, it definitely is a trigger. <laughs> well, it, I have very strong opinions about religion and you know that we've had several discussions about, you know, how I feel about the, the subject matter. Yeah. So, you know, I'm going to try my best to put my opinion aside and be bipartisan about this. We're talking about the church and mental health and how they work together or how they don't work together. So, so again, I'm going to try to put my opinions aside because it is a very it triggering topic for me. Why don't you just do a little background? Just, you know, you grew up in the church, didn't you? Yeah, so I did. You know, so for our listeners that, you know, haven't heard our previous podcast, I think we did one on triggers and uh, that this whole religion um, scenario came up. Uh, so my mother was very my 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 family on both ends my mother's side and my father's side very religious so they both were brought up in in, in that way uh so you know so from a very young age I was indoctrinated into the church my mother was catholic my mother was bo- uh was raised catholic so she was part of the catholic religion but then when she came here she met my father and my father's family they were pentecostal so um so she converted from catholicism into christian uh, well they're all christianity but you know uh protestantism i guess is what but she's she's you know she was ba- she was in the baptist church for a little while my my i have an aunt that's adventist so i'm you know i'm very familiar with all the different sects mm-hmm. of christianity so i can speak to it and um, we're not again i'm not we're not going to talk or just yeah we're not going to debate religion or talk about religion exactly we're just talking about its correlation or the different sects that there are because they're you know they're 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 very different extremes on the same take um so i'm not going to talk about that in particular but we're just going to talk kind of in a general broad sense of how religion um again how it works with mental health and how it doesn't work with mental health and you know how I feel about yes the latter, <laughs> the latter. <laughs> yes no and I think it's fantastic so you know I'm going to do my best to guide this and to support you and just to kind of you know recap what you said you believe you know that at the root of what we a lot of us struggle with in society there lies religion and that one of the reasons that you know religion was was fundamentally created was to just control people and get people to to behave and act in a certain way and I know that we we've you know you talk about that a lot um, so I just wanna, wanted to recap that because I, I know it's a trigger, but I think we're going to do just fine today. Yeah, you, you put it in the best uh, yes. possible way. That's, yes. That is my belief. And again, you know, if you have a different belief than, than what we believe. Totally okay. Totally okay. We're here to have a discussion and, 
to share viewpoints. Again, I don't want to interject too much of my opinion, my my specific opinion into this, but I want to talk about in, in broader terms of how it affects uh, mental health and how they work and or don't work together. So, Right. And so I guess that's where we start off. Like when we look at self-improvement and, you know, mental health and religion, can you find a happy medium, you know, between the both? Like, should they be separate or can you work them together? Yeah, that's interesting. So here here it is in a nutshell, I guess, right? Because I'm not going to deviate from it, right? I don't think that they can coexist within a person, but they're they're completely different philosophies, if you will, right? Right. So self-improvement in of in itself is you using or you're finding the the will or the power within yourself to make changes to you, okay? So uh, very different than what you're kind of taught within religion, right? Within religion, you are to look towards something else. Rely on an outside or re- construct. Exactly, yes. rely on an outside construct. So can they coexist? Again, that's just a matter of opinion, but they're not they're not relative to each other in that way, you know? So they're two different philosophies, right? Again, you can you can be religious if you if you choose to be, but understand that that is not a, a facet of self-improvement. So what you're saying is that at the core of of religion and at the core of mental health, they don't match up. Correct. You know, so the foundations of of church is, you know, you're seeking from an external construct. You're looking to something else, something more powerful to heal what's within you. Whereas when you look at self-improvement, it says it right in it. Self-improvement, where you're relying on an internal construct, where you and yourself only have the power and the ability to take the next step in your life to make changes. And so they are kind of at odds with one another. And they're not synonymous. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. That's exactly what I'm saying. And just to clarify something with with our listeners here, I'm very spiritual. We're very spiritual. Yes, we here. both are. Yeah, very we spiritual. do. You know, because uh, you, you're probably going to get the people that I think that we're atheists and we're not. No, we're very you know, spiritual. We are very spiritual. I do believe in a higher force. You know, I don't believe in a particular deity. Right. Which is what, you know, you're kind of taught in religion. Right. Whether it be, you know, there's only one God or whatever. or many, you know, because if you're talking about talk about Hinduism, which mm-hmm. there are many, it's a polytheistic religion, you know, or, you know, or the more monotheistic religion, Islam, you know, Christianity, irregardless, it still teaches you to rely on some outside force mm-hmm. where, again, what we're talking about here, um, self-improvement teaches us to look inward and find the strength within us to make the improvements. So again, not to just to clarify, we are very spiritual people here. You know, we believe in life after death. Uh, We believe in faith. We believe in prayer. Uh, Mantras are a way to pray. And we do our mantras every day. Exactly. You know, centering yourself is you know, is that belief. I believe in the law of attraction, which requires faith. You have to be, right. you have to have some level of faith, some level of belief for these these manifestations to work, okay? So we are very spiritual people and we do believe in things. What, what, what I'm saying is, or what my opinion is, the confusion becomes that most people that are spiritual or have those beliefs feel that 
that can only exist within the construct of religion. Which is not true. Which exactly, which is absolutely what I uh, object to is what I reject. All right. And so I think that that makes a lot of sense. And like I said, where this whole podcast came from, I had a lot of people talk about how they feel that mental health isn't accepted in their religions. It's not acknowledged and that they had to have done something terribly wrong. And this is what they're being told. And that these are now inflictions upon them for their sins. And so when it comes to healing, when it comes to mental health, and like you're saying, it's okay to have faith and pray and do all these things. It's just the religious aspects comes with the control and being told how you should live your life and you know where you're going to go if you don't do a certain thing. And if you don't do this, then this is going to happen. And I think that's what you're denouncing. You're denouncing being told how one should live their life and that through only that method can you then reach you know, afterlife or, or whatever it is. And I think a lot of people are, are that had reached out to me felt like they've they feel that mental health isn't acknowledged in religion. Is that something that you that you believe in? Absolutely. You nailed it, right? So it isn't. So, you know, in churches, and again, making generalizations, right? You know, I'm not. we're not saying that it's in every church or every pastor mm-hmm. uh, or every preacher or priest says these things, right? But for the most part, and there's, there, there's absolutely different degrees and different levels. We, even within the sects, we talked about, you know, um, you know, Pentecostalism, Catholic, Catholicism, and then you go into stuff like Mormonism or, or uh, you know, Jehovah's Witness is another one, right? That kind of denounces all any medical help or any 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 type of you know, outside sources outside the church. So there are these religions that that dictate to you what you can do and what you can't do. So it's very important. And again, I'm trying to keep on I track, know, and you're doing a great and, job, and not and, and not you know demonize these the, um, these religions as 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 much as like I would like to, and <laughs> so um, but but really, you know, you can still believe what you'd like to believe, right? You can still have religion, right, in your life to whatever degree you'd like, and that's completely that's a personal choice, completely up to you. You know, I, I I don't frown on anyone that 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 wants to believe that, but understand that again, religion and mental health are are counter, counterintuitive to one another because of those because of that basic mm-hmm. because of that root core of where they come from, right? That religion teaches you to be dependent on some outside source. And doesn't teach you to look within yourself yeah, to find those yeah, exactly interdependence. Thank you. Well, because what happens, right? And this is something we should talk about here. What happens when we become interdependent on ourselves and not dependent on another construct? You know, less and less people go to church. Less and less people donate to churches. Less and less people are donating their time. Less and less people are focused on the missions and values and goals of something else versus themselves. And that in itself is what can take away from someone losing themselves unless you have balance, you know, unless you see that I am not responsible because religion teaches you that what happens to you is your fault. So you must have done something really bad for all these things to happen to you. These are afflictions on you for your sins. Childhood trauma is not your fault. Things that happen to you when you are a child are not your fault. So then you become at odds in conflict that I must be bad. I brought this on myself. 
And that's where the self-loathing and isolation can come from because you feel like you must have done something to cause that pain on yourself. And I think that that is another way where things can get muddy if you don't separate the religion from your self-improvement and mental health. Is that something that, I mean, am I saying this correctly? Like I'm trying to recap and you know, no, you're 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 right. You're right. And that's, you know, back to to again, not to interject my opinion, but that's where that control aspect comes into play. So, you know, just to kind of move away from from that, because I'd love to do a podcast. And I know, I know you've been encouraging me on doing a podcast. I think you should. Of just my opinions. And maybe if you guys reach out and, and enough people say that they want to hear something like that, I'd be willing to do that. But I could go on for hours about like, you know, what Yeah, I can I see feel. you're really struggling here. Like Yeah, I am. I'm I am. like, man, just, he's just got enough to say. Not just not to try to, you know, again, put my opinion or, you know, my beliefs into this. What we want to do is kind of separate that. So what we're really trying to do is just point out the things that are obvious that if you open your eyes, you can see. Opinions aside, beliefs aside. These are things that you see. Mental health isn't recognized in in most churches or religions, depending, okay? The use of medication isn't, you know, we bring these on ourselves. These are our demons. You know, these are common things that we hear. They're even in the Bible. So we're trying to- Well, these are generalizations generalizations. because not not all churches, again, if you, you know- That's why I said some. Yeah, Catholicism is probably one of the the, the lighter ones, right? And there's a lot of new age churches nowadays that are a lot more- um, inclusive and and they talk about these things so again what we're not saying is that you shouldn't you know believe what you want to believe that's not what we're saying what we're saying is understand that the constructs of of how the church how what what church is or what religion is is at odds with self-improvement so understanding that there's a a split there right yeah there's there's a, a fine line exactly no it's not even a fine line it's a huge gap between religion and, and self-improvement, understanding that there is, right, that they're apples and oranges to each other, then you can you can you can say, okay, you know, I can still go on my path or my journey of self-improvement and I can still be part of some organization or some religious belief. As long as I understand that my healing and my self-improvement is my responsibility. Correct. That's it. Absolutely. That's the, that's, that's the dif- that's it. differentiation right there. Exactly. That's 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 where I wanted to come to, right? Because I think I, I, I feel comfortable with that. <laughs> I feel comfortable with saying, okay, you want to be religious and you want to believe, that's perfectly fine. But you know, if you want to go on a self improvement journey then and that you has want to be a separate it has to it's completely different because it, ha- it it one has nothing to do with the other, unfortunately, because of the way it's constructed, you know, what, what what it means. And when you try to conflate the two, right, that's that's when you get into trouble and that's where it gets messy and, and, and that's where, you know, you, you're at odds with yourself. Yes, that's where you get, you're at odds between like, how can I commit to my religion that I believe in and that I love and I enjoy and how can I do this without fearing as though I'm going to be rejected because what I need to do for my mental health isn't necessarily what my religion encourages me to do. So understanding that having two paths is going to be essential because you can have both. If you want. If you want. If you want. (laughs) You can have, I know you don't, but if you do, you can have both of them. Well, like I said, if you if you really want to hear like uh, okay. me rant for hours about like, what I'm hearing is that what that okay. So what I'm hearing is that if 
all of you guys want to hear more about his opinion and how he wants to kind of talk a little bit more about it. He's more than willing to do that, but he wants to know who wants to hear it. So if, if, if a good percentage of you guys say, yeah, we'd like to hear Jay talk more about this, we might be able to encourage you to do your own podcast. Actually, I'm I'm, I'm hoping that nobody asks. <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, because it, it is, I have a very strong opinion on Again, because I have a background in that, I was culturally, it's a big part of the, our culture, right, in the Latino community. And also because, again, I was, you know, indoctrinated as a young age into it. And I saw it firsthand. And it wasn't until a lot later in life that I came, I started to come to all these realizations. So, Again, well, you're not just someone that has no experience in it wanting to have this conversation. You've lived it and you've seen it in a certain way, and, and that's very valid. So, so yeah. So the the next part of of this is is finding that balance, balance. right? Yes. And, and you call it the church life balance, kind of like the yeah, the work, that's, the church life balance. You that's know? great. It's good. So so we'll talk about that. We're gonna take a quick break, and then we'll we'll be right back to go into that. We want to take a moment to thank our listeners for all their continued support. If you like the show, please consider supporting us via Venmo at QAskCourtney. That's the letter Q, Ask Courtney. Any amount is appreciated and will help us to be here with you on your self-improvement journey. You can also reach us at podcast with an S at epiphanymedia.com. That's E-P-I-C-P-H-A-N-Y media.com. Thank you. Now back to our podcast. So we, we're talking about now is the church-life balance. I really like how that sounds. Work-life balance, church-life balance. So that's kind of what I wanted to kind of go into right now is you've made it clear. And, and I, I believe this too. Church, religion, completely separate path and journey than self-improvement and mental health. So for someone that wants both, how do we find the balance? You know, where does that church-life balance come in? And for me, the first thing that I think of is boundaries, right? You got to have boundaries. So you need to understand that your mental health struggles and trauma and things that you have are not demons and are not your sins for something that you've done wrong. So having the boundary that this is my mental health, this is due to trauma, this is because of the hands of another person, and it has nothing to do with my spiritual path, my religious path, my beliefs in church, and that it's something different. And you need to have strong boundaries so that they don't get muddled or convoluted with one another. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we've talked about this, right? And it's, it's just like anything else, right? When you have a toxic relationship that you have to establish boundaries on. Not to say that that religion is a toxic relationship. Well, maybe I am saying that. But <laughs> but, uh, but so it's just like we, we talked about in the in the other segment, right? It's it's about separating the two, the two aspects, right? If you want to have religion in your life, that's perfectly fine. But if you want to have that, you know, start that self- improvement journey then you have to be able to separate the two and create that boundary where because again it's like prayer like we talked about right prayer there is a place for prayer you know there is there there you know prayer can be helpful faith can be helpful right but understanding or putting up that boundary so they don't they don't bleed into each other is very very important for the process absolutely and I think a lot of people, I think that that's where things get muddled and people get really stressed out because for me, I look at mental health as the same as physical health. Okay. I'm going to just talk a little bit here. Before we have physical ailments, we have mental health ailments and struggles. If we're ignoring what's going on in our mind and our brains and in our body, our bodies are going to speak loudly to us. Okay. So it's, it's important that 
we have that balance and we understand where we need to go for what it is we're trying to solve. You know, if you have a physical ailment like you, you know, like a broken bone or something, you wouldn't go and talk to a priest about a broken bone. You may be able to go to them and talk about, man, I, I just need some positive prayers and energy because I'm, I'm, you know, dreading the surgery and the recovery after it. But the practice of fixing that bone and putting that bone back into place really comes at the hands of you abiding by and doing the physical therapy, you going to the appropriate doctor who specializes in that. You really have to be able to separate the two because when things become muddled, that's where you become at conflict between like, but if, you know, if I go and do this and I'm going against what my religion says and I'm going against what the church says. So that means you're sacrificing your self-improvement. You're sacrificing and extending this journey of healing because you're fearful that you're going against your religion. And so being able to say and have a boundary in place, like, I believe in a lot of what my religion is telling me, and I believe that I need to live a, a balanced life and be a good person and make really good choices. But when it comes to me fixing myself, it comes to me fixing myself. And I think understanding that is going to be key in you feeling successful, whole, and balanced in both aspects. Yeah, absolutely, because the power is within you. And whether you believe that the, it's just solely within you or if you believe that you know there was something, a greater power that gave you that power within you, it's still within you. And it has to come from you because the trauma that, you've, that you're dealing with the adversities that that they're all within you. So the only person that can fix those or address those are you. Right. And I and the other thing is is finding the balance too is, you know, having faith but relying on yourself is something, you know, that we've we talked about. And I think it's really important again to remember that if we are constantly relying on the, you know, God or or whatever it is to heal us, it really takes the responsibility off of our shoulders. So again, having balance with the fact that, you know, God's by my side or my religion's by my side and I have the faith and belief that I'm going to pull through and the power of prayer is is amazing, but I have to get up and take these steps myself. I need to put one foot in front of the other. I need to seek out what's the next resource that I need so that I can get to where I need to be. And you have to realize that you may not find that within religion. You're going to find that on a different path. And people's religion becomes their life. It becomes their code. You know, medical ailments, whatever it is, it's always you go into the religion, you know, and, and I see this a lot in certain cultures, like you're sick, the priest, this is going on, the priest, your child's not doing good in school, the priest, and they're different, you know, it's, it's, you have to be able to, and this is hard, especially for women, compartmentalize religions over here, self-improvement's over here, mental health is over here, and people find that difficult because religion is a way of life, and so how do you then, you know, do certain things with religion and then pull back. And it's this black or white thinking that like, if I don't do this, I'm going to go to hell. It's, no, you're not going to go to hell. Like that's not going to happen. If you believe that, okay. But I feel like I'd be living in hell if I didn't do the things that I needed to do to help myself feel better. You have to choose your hell, I guess, right? No, absolutely. Not every religion tells you that you're going to hell though. Oh, no, no, I know. And and I it was it was a generalization because- a lot of the people that I've coached or that have reached out to me have had these fears around that they were going to go to hell. So that's just the one thing that I've heard a lot of. But no, not all religions. No, and, and you touched on something that you bring that up. And when I say that is it's fear, right? Fear is a huge factor in any religion, right? They, they That's that's like, you know, the fear of 
what's going to happen in the afterlife or the fear of how I'm, how I'm going to come back or the fear of, of there not being something is a factor in, in, in religion. And I, I, I'm fighting with myself constantly in this podcast, <laughs> not to, not to go, not, not to go off on a tangent and start rambling on about like, you know, my feelings about, uh, you know, these, these concepts, but these are huge factors. And, the biggest thing that you can do is just start to question, start to question, like you question, you know, things about yourself and question about things about other people, you know, in the self-improvement journey. It's important to question like your beliefs, like what, where do these beliefs come from? Why do you believe these things? Right. You know, in my case in particular, you know, like I said, I was indoctrinated into the, into, you know, and just like we talked about, like, you know, um, people are people, Right. We don't get to choose our families, right? And in a, in a, too bad for that. And, but in a lot of ways, we don't get to choose our religion, you know, or the religion that we are indoctrinated in. So our beliefs stem from things that people have told us, you know, and not not everyone. This is again generalizations, but for the most part, you know, if your parents are religious, or you know, you you kind of brought into that. You know, it's different if you're like later in life and you find religion. But a lot of the times, you know, you're a, a lot of people, you're in the religion that like your parents brought you up in or that your family was in. Right. So it's important to question what these, you know, again, what these norms are for you, because it might not apply to you. It might not be something that you want going back to that people or people podcast and going back to, you know, to that setting boundaries. Some of these things are toxic for us. So understanding what is toxic for us and what improves us. Um, and that can be, you know, again, moving away from something that you believed in before or moving towards something new that you believe in now. That's important to to really address and really, you know, question where you are and what you need. Because in some cases, you need that sense of community, right? You need that support system that we talk about, right? And sometimes you can find that within like-minded individuals in certain aspects, but sometimes you need to reassess what is around you, who is around you, and see if that's a healthy for you in particular. Yes, and you know, to wrap to wrap things up here and just kind of wrap up what you said, I think it's really important that we do self-assessments, almost like giving ourselves a report card. You know, you write down, and this is how you can find balance, not just within religion and church, but other things. You write down everything that you're involved in, all your beliefs, things that take up your time. And you look at the ones that are positive, that that contribute to you being in better space, that contribute to your growth, that bring you joy and comfort. And you check them off. You look at the ones that maybe you don't enjoy so much, but they challenge you to be better and you feel better because of it. And then you look at the ones that don't really contribute much and you see what you have to put in and what you have to contribute and ask yourself, what am I getting from this? So you may say that, you know, with some parts of the religion or some parts of church or whatever it is that a good percentage of it really doesn't add value to you. It's just an expectation that comes from you. And you might see that there's a few things about it that you really enjoy and you can apply those principles to your life. You know, so it, it, I think it's really important that we do these self-assessments and these report cards. And I hope what you've gotten from this podcast is just that, that no matter what you believe in, we don't care. Whatever religion it is, we don't care. We really just want to help you guys self-actualize and improve yourselves and be able to see what's beneficial, 
what may not be so beneficial, and where you can put some boundaries up where you can still enjoy the best of both worlds without things becoming too muddled. So, yeah, absolutely. And I'm, I'm hoping that um, this podcast was beneficial to you and yes. answered some uh, potential questions or, or just. You know, or left you with questions now to ask yourself. Exactly. That, that, that was where I wanted to go. But yes, absolutely. So so we'll be wrapping this up here. And it's interesting because I think our next podcast is, is very uh, controversial as well. And that's going to be on infidelity. Yes. And that, again, another request. Yeah, that's going to be a hot topic, huh? We'll, we'll, we'll touch on that because, again, I have a lot of opinions on 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 oh. that subject but I, I i don't think it is what what people are going to think it is so it's uh, i hope you guys tune in to that one. absolutely and we'd love to hear from you if what did you think about this podcast did this make you think about things in a certain way has it made you start to ask yourself some questions we would love to hear it So guys, if you aren't following me already, you can find me on TikTok at Ask.Courtney, on Instagram at AskCourtney underscore, and on YouTube at AskCourtney. And if you'd like to be a guest on a future podcast, you can reach us at podcast with an S at epiphanymedia.com. We'd love to hear your stories, guys, so make sure to reach out. And as always, we're all in this together, so stay safe. Remember, there's no shame in asking for help. Till next time.